Welcome back to the Beef Up Front Podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle, joined by Kevin Cannon as we go into NFL Big Five Games of the Week, Week 2 edition, along with Herb's Locks. Uh, Herb's Locks weren't locks last week. If you faded him, you would have gone 3-0 uh, as Tanner went 0-3. Uh, week 1, I went 4-1 and with my only game being wrong, being the, Bron- or the Browns losing to the Chiefs. And then, Kevin, you went 3-2. and two. You had the Patriots being the Dolphins. The Dolphins won. And you had the Ravens being the Raiders uh, in that great Monday night game. But the Raiders wound up winning in overtime. So we're here back for week two. Uh, welcome back, though, Kevin. How are you? Good. Great. How are you? Good. Excited to get uh, into some more, some more games this week. I tried to pick some different teams from last week as last week. Uh, and this week, some, some of the better teams we picked, or at least projected teams going on the season. Um, this week, I picked a, a few different teams. I think we got a pretty good slate here for week two again. Uh, and we'll start in Philadelphia, where the 49ers, who beat the Detroit Lions last week at 1-0, will travel to Philly to play the 1-0 Eagles, coming off a 32-6 win. 49ers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and this is a 1 o'clock kickoff on Fox. I wanted to uh, take the Eagles really bad on this one. I did spend a lot of time thinking over this one, but I'm going 49ers 24, Eagles 21. I think a lot of people are underrating the Eagles and what they did last week, and I think they're going to have a decent season this year. Um, This is games in Philly, so I know the link is going to be rocking, but the 49ers are a much better team than the Falcons, and I think it will be tough preparing for Jimmy G and Trey Lance as 49ers are kind of running a 2B, 2QB system right now. And the 49ers are strong on both the lines, just like the Eagles. And it's always a tough uh, matchup when you're going up against George Kittle and Debo Samuel. I'm rolling with the Eagles here. I got them 47-24 over the 49ers in their first home game of the year. Um, I think the, it's safe to say that the Eagles could have been could have been the most impressive team last week. I know they're playing the Falcons, who probably aren't going to have a great season, but some people are projecting them as maybe that seventh seed in the wild card. I think, though, the Eagles looked really good last week, so I'm going to have them win their home opening home opener here by three points. Um, they played a weak opponent in the Falcons, like I was saying last week. But after those first few drives, they really ran them out of their own building. And that's tough to do with a quarterback making his first, like, real start with his team, not just coming in for Carson Wentz anymore. Uh, first game under Nick Sirianni. Uh, the 49ers, on the other hand, were controlling the game against the Lions, and then they blew it late. But they still fought, found a way to pull out a close win. Jason Verrett from the from the 49ers tore his ACL. So that puts them down uh, another corner. And this was already a shaky secondary to, to begin with. So. I think the Eagles skill guys are going to be able to take care of the 49ers secondary, and I think the Eagles have the offensive line to contain that 49ers pass rush. So I think the Eagles make a statement game at home here, um, and I think this is, I'm not going to say a must-win, but a, a big-time game for them as they go the next three weeks at the Cowboys, who could fall to 0-2 this week. Then they have home against the Chiefs and home against the Bucks. So huge games coming up for the Eagles. I think this is a, a very big game to that could determine potentially if this season goes in a positive or negative direction. Next game on our slate, we got the Raiders at 1-0 playing 
at the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're also want to know Steelers are a five point favorite, and this is a one o'clock kickoff on CBS. I got the Steelers winning twenty four, Raiders twenty. Uh, last week, the Steelers showed that their defense is able to carry them, and how dominant they are. Big Ben just needs to make um the key throws and key moments, and just take care of the ball. The Bills are a better offense than the Raiders, so I think Pittsburgh will be able to get after Derek Carr and force a couple turnovers. And the Raiders are also coming off a short weekend playing in Pittsburgh for the home opener and the Steelers. So give me the uh, Steelers here. I'm going with the Steelers as well here, 23-21 over the Raiders. Um, I think these are two teams coming off some of the more impressive wins from last week. The Raiders pulling off the upset um, against the Ravens, and then the Steelers pulling off that upset on the road against the Bills. Um, and both of those teams were kind of viewed as Super Bowl contenders coming into the year. So these are those are two big wins by these teams. Um, this is an old-school rivalry that dates back a while. Steelers-Raiders um, used to be some of the better matchups back in the day. Steelers' defense looked elite last week, really shutting down that Bills offense, I believe only holding them to 10 points, I think it was. Uh, while their offense struggled, uh, they have a better matchup, though, against the Raiders' defense this week, who gave up a lot of yards to Lamar Jackson and company, but still had that kind of bend but don't break mentality and was able to pull out that win. Um, Raiders are coming off an overtime game, though, on a short week. Got to travel across the country for a 1 o'clock kickoff. I just think they have too many things going against them in this one. So I'm going to lean with the Steelers here. Uh, but I take the Raiders to cover, but Steelers win 23-21. Third game of the week, Vikings 0-1 after a very disappointing overtime loss at Cincinnati. Travel to the Cardinals to play the 1-0 Cardinals, who are a four-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Uh, this will be a 4-0-5 kickoff on Fox. I got the Cardinals winning 31, Vikings 24. Just like the Eagles, the Cardinals were a very impressive team in week one. And for offense and defensive reasons, Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt uh, will be able to get after Kirk Cousins in this one because he's playing behind a not great offensive line and he's not a very mobile quarterback. Kyler, I think, will have a good game. He's not going to be as dominant as he was in week one, but the uh, Vikings don't have a great defense. They're more middle-of-the-pack defense, so I think Kyler and D-Hop and all their weapons will be able to take advantage of them. And I could see the Vikings, the only way they could pull this one out, in my opinion, is controlling the clock with Dalvin Cook and maybe a big revenge game from Patrick Peterson, but I just don't see it as likely. Yep, I agree with you here as well. I'm going Cardinals 30, Vikings 27, and a bit of a high-scoring affair there. I have it written down here. I'm not going to say it's a, a must-win game for the Vikings, uh, since especially since the Packers lost last week. But it'll be a huge blow if they fall to 0-2 on the season. I know I don't know the exact numbers, but teams that fall 0-2 to 0-2 rarely make the playoffs. So uh, for a team that has a playoff caliber roster and a coach who, if they don't make the playoffs, I think will be fired after this year. I think this is a very big game for them. Tough draw for them, though, going two weeks on the road back-to-back. Um, they should have won last week. Probably they were a favorite on the road against Bengals. Um, but the Cardinals, on the other hand, looked great week one, one of the better teams. Um, especially with that revamped defense. We saw Chandler Jones really thrive off of having J.J. Watt opposite of, opposite of him. He got a lot of one-on-one looks that led to five sacks. So um, I love the I love the way Kyler Murray played, and I love the Cardinals' weapons in this one against the Vikings' secondary. Um, that's saw a lot of tur- turnover this offseason. Bringing in Patrick Peterson, who's a shell of him former self. Um, you had to get rid of Jeff Gladney, their first-round pick last year because of off-the-field issues. They lost another first-round pick in Mike Hughes. So this is a, a secondary that's still trying to figure it out. And you got a Cardinals offense that brings back a lot of experience and has some new weapons as well. So 
Um, the Vikings offensive line struggled and now I have to match up with that Chandler Jones, JJ Watuo. I think that gives the Cardinals the edge here, and I'm going to have them win in a close one by three points. Uh, Vikings still find a way to cover that game, though. Fourth game of the week, we got the Cowboys at 0-1 after a last-second loss against the Buccaneers. Travel to the Chargers to play the 1-0 Chargers, coming off a win against the football team. Chargers are a three-point home favorite in this one. A 425 kickoff on CBS between two of the better young quarterbacks in the league. So this just has a shootout written all over it. I'm taking the Chargers 34, Cowboys 31. I think it's going to be a high score and affair with two offenses that featured, like you said, um, two great young quarterbacks. I think the Chargers will be able to take advantage of a weak uh, Dallas secondary. Dallas, Dallas will be able to go toe-for-toe toe with the Chargers offense, though, because their offense is just as good as anyone's, and they both love to throw the ball around. I have more faith in the defense of the Chargers, though, and I think that – it's also going to be important that this is the first time the Chargers are playing in home uh, in front of their uh, fans. I'm right there with you again. Uh, only game we've differed so far on is the Eagles 49ers one. Um, I got the Chargers 31, Cowboys 30. In all these uh, games I have, the I have the losing team still finding a way to cover, though. So I guess that's something of note. Um, I think these games are going to be real competitive this weekend. But I got Chargers 31, Cowboys 30. Um, this game should be one of the more fun watches of the day. Two of the better young QBs in the league and some great offensive weapons to par. Um, at the end of the day, though, I like my chances with who I believe is the future MVP this year and Justin Herbert over Dak. Um, I think Keenan Allen and Mike Williams will be able to have a very strong day against this Cowboys week secondary. We saw Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown really thrive last week. I think these two guys can, can do similar things this week. Um, Chargers also have a stronger defense in this one. So it should be a fun one, though. Lots of points. I think the Chargers are going to find a way to win on a last-second field goal, just like the Bucks did, though. And our last game of the week, one of the better games, I think, on the calendar for the entire season, and that's the 1-0 Chiefs traveling to the 0-1 Ravens. Uh, Chiefs are a four-point favorite, and this is the 8-20 kickoff on Sunday Night Football this week. I think this game would have been a lot more fun if the Ravens were completely healthy and it would have been a way better game. But the Ravens are not built to have Lamar dropping back, throwing the ball as many times as he is. And they just have too many injuries at running back and on, and the defense isn't as dominant as it was or could be with the injuries they have. The Chiefs can score at any time they want with Mahomes just literally throwing the ball up to Tyreek Hill and him scoring on a 75-yard touch, touchdown pretty much whenever they want to do that. Um, Mahomes and the offense is just going to be too much for the Ravens. The Ravens are going to need to figure – it out on offense quickly before they fall out of playoff contention. And in the previous Lamar versus Mahomes battles, there's been three of them. Mahomes has won all of them. And at halftime of all those games, the Chiefs were up by an average of 14 points. So I'm taking the Chiefs here. I'm rolling with the Chiefs as well. So we got four similar picks, uh, only one different, as I said earlier, with that Eagles 49ers. Um, I'm taking the Chiefs 30, Ravens 23 here. So the Chiefs cover that four-point spread. Uh, rare that a team goes into Baltimore, Ra the Baltimore Ravens stadium and as a road favorite. Uh, but we see that here. And, uh, and I think they're definitely worthy of being a favorite. Uh, Chiefs were able to come back against the Browns last week in impressive fashion. So uh, very low on this Ravens team right now. That's why I got the Chiefs winning 30-23. Uh, just too many injuries and not enough rhythm on the offensive side of the ball, I think. Um, that Monday Night Football loss, they had a few big runs, as, as we usually see with them. But the passing game struggled as they were – they were limited uh, without Rashad Bateman. Uh, Miles Boykins out there. 
Sammy Watkins, Marquise Brown had a few nice plays, but still, this offense didn't really look in rhythm as we've seen over the past few years. Even when the this offense isn't clicking as well in the passing game, that running game is usually so dominant. Uh, they're trying to work in some new phases to the lineup, so it could be a few weeks till we see this team hit their stride. Um, but that was a very uncharacteristic loss for the Ravens last week, as this was a pretty mind-blowing stat. Won 90 straight games, 98 straight games when leading by 14 or more points. Um, so and then it. Then came Monday night where they fell to the Raiders. So, uh, and like you said, I also got written down here. Mahomes is three and zero in his career against Lamar. Um, until this Ravens team gets a little more healthy and get in a rhythm uh, on both sides of the ball, I'm going to be a little lower on them. Uh, I give, I give the Chiefs the advantage here as the Ravens banged up secondary isn't ready to contain all their skilled players. So those are our NFL Big Five games of the week. Here we'll go to Tanner Herb's locks of the week. And he's going to start it off with the Thursday night football game this week. And he says, well, he says, first of all, not embarrassed after going 0-3 week one. No, uh, even football gods could have predicted those three specific games as they were all pretty wild. Uh, so, but he goes, his first game of the week is Thursday night football, Washington football team versus Giants. And the football team is three and a half point favorites here. And he's going to take them. He says the Giants looked like a steaming pile of garbage on Sunday. while Washington looked serviceable, even though Fitzmagic went Fitzmagic went down. Heineke filled the position with no hiccups. And I expect him to be at a similar performance level as Fitz going forward. As per the Giants, I also expect a similar level of play as week one, which isn't good. The offensive line diminishing. There are two important young players, Danny Dimes and Saquon, might continue to struggle to have pocket time, find holes, and put up any sort of points, all while facing one of the better defenses in the league. So he says he doesn't expect this game to be a blowout or easy win, but he does like the three-and-a-half-point line, and we'll take the football team here. And he loves the under of 40 and a half. Second pick of the week is per usual. I hate doing this, he says, but I can't pass it up this week. The Birds enter the week listed as four and a half point underdogs against the 49ers. And the line is already down to three and a half. And he says he's taking it. Uh, Jalen Hurts somehow pretty quietly had a stellar performance against a shaky Falcons defense, along with a great defensive performance and big first game for Nick Sirianni. Does it matter? Of course not. But what does? The Niners almost blew. A huge lead to the Lions. Uh, he says, little sus here with the nine-and-a-half-point line, but I won't go there. And the defense seemingly fell apart while doing so. Uh, on the other hand, the 49ers' offense doesn't particularly frighten me. I know the Birds won't ever hold a team to six points again, but we sure did a lot of bending while not breaking. I expect the Eagles to come right back and firing and moving the ball in this one. Uh, either way, win or lose, I don't expect the Eagles to lose by more than three-and-a-half points. This will be fun. Over a 49 and a half in his last lock of the week. This pick will either avenge me or make me want to quit as the Bucks pissed me off to no end. Last Thursday, this week, they find themselves as 11 and a half point favorites against Atlanta. You have to hit it. I truly don't have much to say on this one other than the Bucks are defending champs and the Falcons might be one of the most embarrassing professional sports teams. Uh, Bucks minus 11 and a half. So he's rolling Bucks minus and a half, 11 and a half, Eagles plus three and a half.
Yep. All right, so we got Bucks minus eleven and a half. We have Eagles plus three and a half, and we have football team minus three and a half. What are your thoughts on those this week, Kevin? I like all of them. The only one that makes me a little bit nervous is the uh, minus eleven and a half, and I have them actually. The it went up to twelve and a half. I mean, that is just a lot of points, but it is the Bucks versus Falcons. We saw what the Eagles did last week to the Falcons defense, and we all know how good the Bucks can be. Um, I think the Eagles are going to play the 49ers really close, so I see them covering, and I think the football team's going to beat the Giants, who just aren't a very good team, and the football team has a very solid defense, so I like that one too. Yeah, I like all of these as well. Um, I clearly I got the Eagles winning that one outright. Um, I like the I like Washington even even rolling out Taylor Heineke in that one against the uh, against the Giants. Um, I think that their defensive line is going to destroy the Giants' offensive line in that one and just really change the game. Um, and then the Bucks minus 11.5 uh, or 12.5, whatever it is, I think they'll win by at least two scores in that one uh, just based off of how the Falcons looked last week against Philadelphia. This week they're going to have a, a steeper challenge against the Bucks. Uh, but that'll do it for NFL Big Five Games of the Week and Herb's Locks of the Week. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we will talk next week.